14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a dive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. From the Tanglewood Studios on the Skynet Global Network, this is Go6 Sports Radio. So welcome to the show, Go6 Sports Radio, your commercial-free sports radio and your sports radio that you can listen to on demand. We try to keep it current pretty much every week so uh, it won't get stale on you. But uh, today we'll talk about the NBA, we'll talk about Major League Baseball, we'll talk about the NFL a little bit and some other sports uh, as we move along and things start to open up a little bit here um, very slowly and different than they used to be, but uh, things are nevertheless starting to open up a little bit. First thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the video game MLB The Show 20. Several podcasts ago, we had a couple guys on, and we were able to talk about MLB The Show, and I've had a chance now to play it for about a month and really enjoying it. And unlike um, the perception that many people have that video games are mindless and they're a waste of time for kids and adults, I disagree. And, you know, I'm 57 years old, and I enjoy playing this game, and I enjoy it for a few different reasons. It simulates real baseball, first of all. So if you're a pitcher and you're pitching in the game, you really have to bear down, make good pitches, mix pitches, know who you're pitching to, not make mistakes. You get hurt if you make a mistake. If you leave a ball out over the plate, you hang a curveball, hang a slider, um, you get hurt. If you leave a pitcher in too long uh, and the fatigue sets in, which uh, the game notifies you or, or lets you know, lets you read the guy's energy level, uh, that will hurt you as well. But um, it requires some really good baseball IQ. And from a hitting standpoint, it's the same thing. Similarly to my philosophy about hitting is have really good takes and don't miss fastballs. It's similar. You have to have an approach. You can't swing at bad pitches. You can't get in negative counts all the time. Typically, if you get in positive counts, you're going to have more success. Uh, the game requires strategy. It requires reaction, uh, certainly reaction and some uh, small motor skills with regard to handling the uh, controller and hitting certain buttons at certain times and requires some memory with regard to your roster and the teams you're playing against. So um, it's been really good. Uh, What's really cool about it is you're able to use some players um, that I remember as a kid. For example, I have Nolan Ryan uh, as a pitcher on my team. I have uh, Ozzie Smith as my shortstop. Ty Cobb is my center fielder. So uh, these games are fun to play. Uh, you can play, of course, against the computer. You can play online. I play online in a mode called Diamond Dynasty which is where I build a team and you're able to shop guys and, and, and uh, sell guys and pick up guys based on uh, what they call stubs, which are um, currency that you collect by doing certain challenges or winning certain games. And you can actually flat out buy those stubs as well. And then those stubs are used to, like I said, purchase players. So 
It's a fun game. I'm sure it's doing really, really well. It's by EA, EA Sports, and I'm sure it's doing really well. I mean, without baseball, there's probably every baseball player uh, around, uh, young and old, has the game, I'm sure. And it's a way to uh, compete. It's a way to have some fun. And um, I'm, I've been really enjoying it. So uh, go back and listen to that podcast if you didn't. I'm going to listen to it again because after playing for about a month now, it would be interesting to see what those guys had to say uh, back a month ago, Owen and Cam, about the game. But um, So sports starting to open up here. And the NBA, let's start off with the NBA. They seem to have an agreement, um, players and owners, that uh, they will play in um, Orlando, and I think um, they're trying to uh, have all those teams play in one area, so they'll be sort of in a bubble, and they're going to sh- they're they're going to have a shortened season, finish out their season, and do the playoffs. But now you have some players whining about they're worrying about being safe and this, that, and the other, and and I, I think this is ridiculous. Being safe is a very overreacted term that we're hearing from players, and it's because the players don't want to play. They don't want to earn their money. It's Listen, they're all guys who, if they contract the virus, God forbid, they are uh, 99.999% better chance of getting hit by lightning than not surviving the virus. They're strong guys. They're, they're going to be fine, and they're going to be tested. The NBA is going to make sure there's all kinds of safety protocols every day to make sure that everybody's safe and they can finish out the season. And I think um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the league, really has an eye on the idea that he wants to present entertainment, sports entertainment for people who have been missing it, who have been going through a lot. Um he has said that, and he is also a smart man. He knows that the NBA going away completely is going to um, fuel some disinterest in the game, and he doesn't want that to happen, and I think he's going to take the opportunity to even generate more interest because let's face it, whichever major sport comes back and does it pretty successfully is going to be very popular after this pandemic ends. So whether that's the NBA, Major League Baseball, or um, the NHL, it is going to be a great opportunity because not only will that sport come back and present some real great live action for us all, but we are going. it is going to be insanely popular because of it because it will be the only show in town for the most part so the NBA players uh, I think that Dwight Howard was one of them stop your whining play they the NBA will not have you play unsafely you'll they'll all there'll be tests there'll be um, quarantines for anybody who tests positive they'll get them right out of there quarantine them for seven or 14 days, whatever they do, and the NBA can go on. But please, guys, consider somebody but yourself in this. Consider somebody but yourself. The NBA is close to getting this done. Stop your whining and get going. 
When we come back, we'll talk about the NFL, and then we'll get into Major League Baseball talk. Remember that you can leave us a message, an audible message, actually. So if you go to the Anchor app or you go to the Apple I, Apple Podcast app, you can actually tap a button and leave an audible message for us to play on the show. So it could be a question, it could be a comment, it could be any, really anything you want. Um, and we'll incorporate it, and it doesn't have to be great as long as it's appropriate. We'll include it in, into the show. You can also email at at um, go6podcast at yahoo.com. That's go, the numeral six, podcast at yahoo.com. And follow us on Twitter, Frozen Rope 8. We're continuing to grow. We have a lot of listeners. We've been doing those Friday Quick Hitters. As a matter of fact, a few weeks ago, I didn't do a Friday Quick Hitter. It wasn't out yet. And so I had like three or four text messages, people wanting the Quick Hitter. So it's good to know people are listening out there. I remember when I was first starting this podcast several months ago, and one of the things I read was if there's one person out there listening, you owe it to get that podcast out every week. So we have a few hundred listeners, which is really cool, and we're trying to put this thing out every week. And with sports opening up now, there'll be lots to talk about. So please interact with the show when you can, and um, that will be really great. Hey, so welcome back to the show, Go Six Sports Radio. Um, really nice that we are starting to get some sports that have really figured it out and got back. NASCAR being one of them, fantastic to see them out on the track. I, for one, will always tune in to at least part of a race because it's live sports. It's live sports. We're competing for real. A little weird with no fans in the stands, but I'll take it. And I like the way the guys were super anxious to get back. There was nobody whining or complaining about it. Everybody just wanted to get back racing and, um, and also keeping in mind what's going on in our country with the pandemic and civil unrest. Um, I think NASCAR is going to become even more popular than it already is because they chose to come back. And there's a consistent race to look forward to every week. So good job by those guys. And um, we're, we'll hope that, that other sports follow suit a little bit. Golf is another one. Golf started back. Golf is, I said it before in this show, golf is made for this kind of social distancing. I mean, other than not having fans there, and who cares? Golfers, fans at golf tournaments are annoying and obnoxious. Um, but... Uh, you know, and I think the players occasionally feed off fans, but I think they, they're just as happy. They won't say it publicly, but they're just as happy not to have fans there. But if there was ever a sport made for social distancing, I mean, you're, you're playing your individual ball. You're usually not only touching your ball. Um, and you're outdoors, you know, uh, apart from each other. And so I think it's great to have the PGA back. And I think that and that's a that's a sport that most people have access to via TV. 
So there's many of us probably listening to the show have never been to a golf tournament. I've been to a golf tournament once, but, and it was fun. It's, it's cool. It's a cool event. Everybody should go once to see a golf tournament, golf live, but for the most part, it's watched on TV and it's going to be hugely successful. I think again, like I said about NASCAR, because they chose to come back because they're doing it the right way. Uh, what else are people, what else are people who love to watch sports going to watch? They're going to watch NASCAR. They're going to watch some soccer if it's on. And they're going to watch um, the PGA. So the, I, I don't think there's anything slowing down the PGA at all. I mean, with the other sports, even NASCAR, the fans, not having fans there, well, that hurts a little bit. PGA, not so. So um, I think it'll be uh, great to, to continue to watch that. PGA and NASCAR. I know soccer is opening up, so we're seeing soccer in various places. We're going to have a soccer person on at some point to explain to us because I needed it explained to me. If we're going to be watching soccer, some of us, we need to know what these leagues are, which leagues are which, which leagues are the big ones, which league, if you win the league, does it really matter? Um, and if you win the league, are you considered the best in the world? Because uh, I have no idea. There's so many leagues. It's such a fractured sport with regard to the leagues. And knowing for me um, which, which league is the best and, and who's the best. For, from what I understand, the, the, M, the MLS in, in the States here is, is like a minor leagues. So we'll get an expert on to talk about that and uh, explain that all to us because we're going to be probably watching more soccer, some of us, than we were before. So when we come back, we'll talk Major League Baseball talk. So in watching this return to sports special last night on ESPN, Mike Greenberg, originally of the Mike and Mike morning sports talk show at ESPN, um, hosted a show last night. And um, he interviewed the commissioner of the NHL, Bettman. And this guy's got it figured out. The, the NHL has it figured out. So out of the four major sports right now, and we'll give the NFL a little bit of a break because although they're in the offseason and they have workouts and they're, they're, they have an offseason to think about, their real season doesn't start until September. So they have a little bit of a break. So out of the four major sports, the three that we're watching closely are Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. And the NHL is going to be the one who shines here. I'm not a huge hockey fan. I'll watch it occasionally. I'll watch it when the playoffs come 
and it's got to be deep in the playoffs for me, like a game seven for me to even watch because it's, it's tough. But he has got this figured out. They have got this figured out. They're going to be the ones that gain popularity the most. They are going to do a 24-team playoff. So most of their season, if, if, nobody, if nobody realizes this, most of their season has been regular season was completed before the break. And when they were getting towards the end of the season, they usually have a 16-team playoff. Uh, when they were getting towards the end of their season, there were several teams on the bubble, and those teams were legit potential candidates to get into the playoffs. And because they didn't want to squeeze those teams out, he didn't want to squeeze those teams out, they included them in a playoff format. They're going to play in two different cities, and they're going to have a playoff format that uh, as a 2014 playoff format. And he views the Stanley Cup, and I think many of us do, the Stanley Cup as maybe the most storied and most iconic and most recognizable trophies in all of sports. And there's a deep, deep history that goes along with that. And because he doesn't want to compromise, um, they don't want to compromise that championship with an asterisk. They're going to do these playoffs, two different cities, 24 teams, top teams in each conference are getting buys in the beginning, but then it's going to be regular seven-game series all the way. So the team that wins it is really going to have to earn it and will really have earned the Stanley Cup. The thing that we'll be missing is fans. Hockey is a one of the best, if not the best, sport to see live. In fact, when you see it live, it's such a difference from TV. You'd never, anybody who's not been to a hockey game, um, an NHL hockey game, the if you could go to all the games live, there'd be many more fans. It doesn't, it doesn't translate well on TV. It never did. But hockey in live is fantastic. And the energy in those buildings, you know, won't be there because they're not going to have fans. But the NHL, you watch, they have everything figured out. They have, they have all the safety protocols, health and safety protocols lined up. All the players are all in. They um, are starting their training camp, I think, July 10th, and they're going to have a two- or three-week training camp to get ready to be able to skate and be in shape for the playoffs, and then the playoffs are going to start, and it's going to be pretty exciting to watch the NHL. I hope as many uh, networks as possible get it on TV, but watch. you heard it here on the Go6 Sports Radio podcast the NHL will be the standard by which others are judged. And this is because their commissioner is fantastic. The NBA commissioner is great, too. Um, he, he's, really, he's really good, too. But Bettman, the NHL commissioner, who has an NBA background, by the way, has got this thing figured out. And they're going to be moving forward. And that's the one sport out of the four major sports that we know there's a certainty. They're going to have a training camp. They're going to have playoffs. There's going to be a Stanley Cup champion. That's going to be really cool. We'll be right back. Now it's time for our segment, Major League Baseball Talk, conversation and commentary about the league where they play for pay. 
So Major League Baseball, less than one week after declaring we're going to play baseball in 2020, 100%, uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, said last night he is not confident that baseball will be played this year. And that is uh, very disheartening. He walked back on his comments during a conversation with uh, Mike Greenberg on ESPN last night. Uh, They were doing a return to sports special. And, um, you know, he claimed, he claimed, I'm not confident. I think there's risk. As long as there's no dialogue, that risk is going to continue. It's just a disaster, blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't be happening. The owners held a press conference call on Monday and uh, to discuss, or, or a conference call on Monday, sorry, to discuss the season of 2020. And the owners, if the season were to be played, the owners and the Major League Players Association, Major League Baseball Players Association, would still need to negotiate health and safety protocols before they can even determine a number of games played. So we got a bleep show going on here. I mean, this is, um, you know, we keep hearing every every other day about the amount of games and how much the players are going to get paid and 75% um, retroactive pay, that kind of thing. We don't even have a, a plan once the games are agreed upon, a safety plan. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And I mean, these other sports were really aggressive in, in doing this. And it's just unbelievable um, that, you know, we're here. We're, we're where we are. And we're, we're going to have a summer where we're not going to have baseball, it looks like. And Manfred said he had been hopeful that once they got to common ground on the idea that they were going to pay the players full prorated salary, He was hopeful that they'd get some cooperation in terms of proceeding under the agreement that they negotiated back in March. They had an agreement back in March, but over the weekend, Tony Clark, the union rep, was declaring his desire to get back to work when when he was talking about that. The union top lawyer was out telling reporters and players that eventually getting, and it eventually got back to the owners that as soon as we issued a schedule, they request, as soon as they got a schedule, they were going to file a grievance anyway. And that sort of bad faith tactic is makes it makes it, you know, according to Manfred, makes it very difficult to move forward in those circumstances. The past weekend, the Players Association rejected MLB's latest return to play proposal. It was going to be 76 games at 75 percent prorated salaries. Um. And they invited Manfred to uh, the commissioner Manfred to schedule the season. But, um, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, things going on. Players talking about, well, if they do play and they contract the virus, they can sue baseball. Um, And, you know, this March agreement that they had that they made back in March it allowed the commissioner to schedule the 2020 season as long as the players were, were paid full prorated salaries, which was the number one sticking point. But, you know, they're, they're, the Major League Baseball's various return-to-play proposals um, would, you know, it would pay the 
most of them would pay the players roughly one-third of their salary. Okay, come on, guys. Like, let's just agree. See, now what it's becoming is not only are the players whining and complaining because they're not making, they won't be making enough money. In a world pandemic where the world has been turned upside down in the United States here, we've been turned upside down, not only by the pandemic, but the civil unrest that's going on. And these players don't want to help. They don't want to help. They never heard of servant leadership. How about they don't play at all? Here's a proposal. You're hearing it on Go6 Radio right now. Here's a proposal. Don't play at all. Don't get paid a dime. How about that, guys? See how you like that. I'm part of a union where I work at my school, and unions are great because they protect you. And I know our union reps really work hard and take pride in protecting us and taking care of us and making sure everything is fair, making absolutely sure everything is fair. But there comes a time where when one of our union members talks about something and it's unreasonable, our union rep will tell them, we're going to fight for you, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to represent you, but you have to do your part. Players, you got to do your part here. Forget about owners and how much owners are making and if they're making more than you, if they're making billions or whatever. How about stop thinking about yourselves and think about all the fans out there, some of which are going through very, very difficult times. Very difficult times. How about thinking about the fans out there? How about uh, exercising servant leadership and provide a distraction, your game, provide a distraction for these people who are diehard fans throughout the country. How about that? And from a business standpoint, you're going to hurt your game terribly. It's going to be 94, 1994 all over again. You got to wake up. Stop whining on Twitter about you're not making enough money and and we don't understand. There's two sides to this story. The owners are greedy. Settle it. Play baseball. That's what you get paid for. I'm starting to think many of these athletes don't want to do their jobs. That's your Major League Baseball talk. So the playlist song of the week is a song that I suggest every week that you add to your playlist. One thing that I always mention is that because of copyright restrictions, we can't actually play the song on the podcast. But I usually find it to be an inspiring song. I'll come across it wherever, on the radio, in a video game, in a commercial, something like that. And it's usually something that is either meaningful or really upbeat and fun. And I suggest that you Google it and add it to your playlist. So the playlist song of the week is a song called A Good Song Never Dies by a band called Saint Motel. It started out as an indie band, and um, they they aren't super popular, but I discovered them, believe it or not. They're on the soundtrack to MLB The Show PS4 video game. And um, the song, A Good Song Never Dies, has some pretty good lyrics, and I did a little checking on them. 
They have been around since 2007. They have four or five albums. They do a good job with their videos. They're a visual group as much as they are an audio group. And A Good Song Never Dies has some great lyrics. Um, one of the lines is, it just reminds you where you were. And the first time you ever cried, the first time you felt alive. I thought those lyrics were pretty cool with regard to a great song that never dies, and that's the name of the song. Uh, doing a little checking on them, little bonus for you, playlist song of the week. They came out with a song in 2015 called Move. This song is incredible. It's an awesome song for working out. It's an awesome song for dancing, very uplifting. So two song, two playlist songs of the week this week. First one is a great song, Never Dies. And the second one is from 2015, Saint Motel is the band. 2015, the song called Move. So uh, again, Google them, add them to your playlist, and enjoy. So that'll do it for us this week. It's exciting that we now have some more sports to talk about as things open up. Please spread the word about the Go 6 Sports Radio podcast. Again, it's commercial free. can listen on demand, and we'll try to keep it current. Um, listen in between. Sometimes we'll drop our short, under-10-minute podcasts um, on a Friday, typically, and we will continue to try to put content out there, try to get 1% better every day, and can't wait to be with you next time. <laughs>